Welcome to the True Face Podcast, guys. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Back for another week. We're missing some people. We are. We're missing Bill and Bruce right now. But we've got a ton of people on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. we decided to do away with like taking turns and just have everybody hop on. Yeah. All so, friends. Yeah, we're excited. Bree, Sam, Natalie, Brittany, John. David. Is, I, <laughs> still again. Yes. Again, you don't know his voice by now. No. That's still David. Here I be. Thank you. Yeah. And we are still in the wise. There's apparently a lot of wisdom to talk about in Proverbs. I don't know. We're taking a while. But we think next week is going to be our last week on the wise. So we're winding down. Um, and just to remind you guys, the way that we're doing this is we pulled all the verses that are in Proverbs that are about the wise, like the character, not necessarily wisdom, but the the characteristics of the wise. And we've just been talking through them as a team and seeing what, what we pull out and how that applies to our lives and then talking them through with you. So, And whenever we can, we're trying to add richness to this whole thought of grace didn't like do away with the old Testament or it's wisdom or it's thoughtfulness and how, how those two things mesh together. So we're going to keep um, making those connections whenever possible. Yeah. Which is still, it's still hard sometimes to figure out what's practical, what's law, what's grace, what's just good advice. We've um, got a verse about rock badgers. I mean, how are we going to get that in? Lock that in. We might, we might not get did. to the rock Sam badgers did. this week. We might not. Yeah, next week, she's, she's yes, got guys. something. You tune in next week just to hear that. Rock badgers <laughs> and lizards worth, yeah, she's got that some, might be spiders. She's got some, yeah, oh my. It's just, you know, yeah. it's going to be an exciting week next yeah. week. So <laughs> This week, we're just filler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week, we're, we were talking about a couple verses that have to do with how the wise value what they have and mm. how they how they think about how to plan for the future with mm. what they have, mm. um, whether that's a little or a lot, um, and how they kind of strike that balance. So, Bree, would you mind reading uh, Proverbs 21.20? Yeah. Uh, Proverbs 21.20. Precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it. I practically just reading this one first off, I just think of how it's okay to be frugal and it's okay to be careful and how it, we need to watch kind of what we're spending and not spending too much from a practical standpoint of um, mm-hmm. wise men. They treasure and they keep their oils and they don't spend it right away. They don't devour it, um, but they are cautious with it. They don't overspend. They spend within their means. They spend what they have and they are careful with what they have. That's such a practical application of, oh, if I want to be wise, maybe I should maybe I should live within my means. Maybe that would be a wise thing to do just this week. And I know that, you know, olive oil had a lot more significance than maybe how we use it today. John, didn't they use it for uh, a bunch yeah, of different stuff? David was talking about that, a variety of things. And, and one of the beautiful things it was used for was to bless another, mm-hmm. to, to actually anoint yeah. another. And, and so it became this, not just for food, not just for uh, um, mixing with things, but to have this, uh, like oil, uh, friendship is like beautiful oil pouring down from Aaron's beard. That picture of, oh, I'm I've been blessed with oil. So uh, a, a wise person has oil around. Yeah. <laughs> so then the foolish who just devour what they have, maybe they, you know, made a lot of bread <laughs> or poured it on themselves, then they don't get to bless anybody. Uh, 
that's really cool that the mm-hmm. because the wise are careful that's they good, get really good thought to bless other people yeah. but this doesn't mean to be really stingy does it uh no it, it just made me think of like fine china for example um, maybe your grandmother has a set waiting for you and you're going to get it. Um, and a <laughs> lot of be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before I was married, before I got China, I always thought of it as, oh, well, your mom has it on her China hutch and it just sits there and it's really pretty and shiny. But I always thought it was pointless because you just don't use it and it's just sitting there. Um, but now I try to use it for special occasions or the dinner parties or having people over where it is really pretty. Um, but it also has a special purpose. So, yeah. And if you just, you know, microwaved it every day, mm-hmm. then that would probably be foolish. I recently learned that apparently, you know, microwave China. Mm. I clearly don't mm. have China. <laughs> so, but if you just, you know, used it every day, well, then you'd probably be being foolish and, and you wouldn't get to bless other people on special occasions and stuff. Right. And then, like you said, if you just leave it in the hutch forever mm. and you never use it, then what was even the point yeah. of having your precious treasures in oil? I think the um, another thing that we were discovering through several of these verses is it becomes precious treasure by the heart of the person who has it. Mm-hmm. That that they, they they see what they have, even modest things, as a gift from God's hand, and they delight in it. And so they they are the wise because uh, even a modest amount of things they can truly, truly savor and give to others. And the fool just doesn't see it as a gift from anyone's hand. So it's not precious. It's just he earned it all or she earned it all. And, 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 uh, and they devour it. They don't, they don't, uh, count it as meaningful as, as a stewardship. So I love that throughout this whole, uh, two weeks, uh, this precious treasure and oils in a man, wise man's dwelling, part of it is because they s- choose to see it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have run across people in my life who they had an item, uh, something that they treasured, and it became an idol. It became something that gave them value. And then I've known people who at the same time with the same care, you could tell that it was a practice of gratitude for them to maintain that thing. It was a mm. continual mm. act of thankfulness to keep something in really wonderful condition and be it a garden or a car. Yeah. But you could just tell by the way they went around it that they had a profound sense of thankfulness to God and they enjoyed it. It didn't, even when Consume something got them. messed yeah. up about it, it didn't crush them. Mm. And I love that thought. I've always respected people who took really good thing, care of something, not because of their view of it as scarce or identity, but because they just learned to love it and it added to their life. Amen. And I'm like, I want to be that kind of person. And it doesn't matter what it is. I got some new trees right recently. Like I want to take really good care of those trees <laughs> and remember like, yeah, I spent a lot of money on those. But I want to maintain them because there's there's a dream behind those trees. There's a dream of what I want to do in the shade of those trees one day. And they're so taking care of your things and being grateful has a whole story behind it. And I want to be a person that people can see the story of my gratitude through how I care for what I have. You can always tell those people enjoy what they have so much more, too. Mm-hmm. Some other person might have the That's exact right. same thing and enjoy it less and be miserly with it or extravagant with it. But that's right. Which and, for what you have. and it's crazy that it doesn't seem to matter to those people if it's a lot or a little. Like it, it actually yeah. doesn't because they're really grateful for what they have. And 
you know, it makes sense when you think about the verses where God talks about that he'll like, give us more when we're good stewards of what we have. Yeah. Well, how much more would you want to to give to people that enjoy the smallest oh. thing and take really good care of oh. it? And then like the joy that they get from from other things, it's just it. I wish that I could be that way. I would love to be able to see all the tiny blessings in my life and then really be grateful for them, tenderly care for them. Like David said, not because I am I'm scared of breaking them or, or losing them or whatever, but just because I'm so grateful. Yeah. Because then even if I had a lot, it would be the same kind of gratitude. Solomon sort of believes this now, right? Uh, in Proverbs, he's going to go on a tear in the next 15 years of trying out, can I be happy by what I create? by mixing wines, by building parks, by all this stuff. And he comes back 15 years later and says, I couldn't add the joy. I just couldn't. I don't. It's not within me. It's a gift from God, and he gives it to those who trust him. And so it's like he's saying these things yet, but they get fully developed after he has to go on a 15-year ride of – and he, he tried everything we could possibly think of – Good and bad, evil, wrong, right. And he just said, I, it's not within a human being to make it great. So I'll trust God with all these belongings. Mm-hmm. It does make me think of a verse a little bit farther on. That's 24-3. Mm-hmm. Uh, by wisdom, a house is built. By understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Yeah, yeah. It just puts me back in that same mind frame that's right. of of not it's not that Solomon was actually building these this house that he's talking about or or about building the parks but it's about how he what the attitude is like when we build our lives and our homes and our houses based on wisdom and and establish them based I love what on you said about establish Yeah that I looked up establish of what it meant here cuz I wasn't sure and it it meant to make firm um to secure and when I think about having that kind of gratitude, that kind of joy in what you have and in what you are taking care of and cultivating and building, then it just makes sense. It, it all comes together. And Natalie, you had, you said something about houses and homes that I thought was just, yeah. I just thought was such a good, simple explanation. Oh, wow. I had a good explanation. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, just the first thing that came to mind was with knowledge, you can make a house look really pretty and be like, oh, that's a, that's a good house and know what's in it. But then to use your understanding and to use wisdom, then you make it a home of how to, um, like we were talking about, just cultivate and host people mm-hmm. if you go back to the China. Um, so the difference between a house and a home, per se, or building our lives is just knowledge or using the understanding of your wisdom. It, it is so what you're saying here is, fascinating the way it's written it says the rooms are filled with precious and pleasant riches it could have said with riches you know just just stuff money like on the pirates of the caribbean just that (laughs) but these become precious and pleasant by the gratitude the trust that we trust god within Mm -hmm. and these houses or homes that are being built and established could look like all kinds of different things. They could be a really modest life that doesn't look like much, or it could be someone that's really successful and it it doesn't matter to the wise because 
they're rooted in this wisdom and this gratitude and this enjoyment of what they're building, whatever it looks like. Gosh, I I want that to be true for me. I mean, it's easy to say and parse these out, but golly. Yeah. Now, what does that look like this week? That's right. Today, when we go home from work, what does it look like in our families, in our homes, to be really grateful and joyful in what we have? Well, that's convicting. I was just complaining about my home this morning, (laughs) (laughs) in this moment, that I, it's just, it's more than I thought it was going to be. And it's harder than I thought it would be. I, I recently bought a home for those of you that don't know. And wow, first time home owning is hard. And I was complaining about it literally this morning. I came in and was like, all these things that were annoying me. And in this moment, wow, I should, Mm -hmm. I want to be really grateful. I want to be really joyful for what I've been given. Yeah. Even when it's hard or annoying or more than I thought, it's still something that I get to bless other people with. It's still something that I can choose joy in. Absolutely. So good. Well, thanks for joining us this week. We're excited to do the last podcast on the wise next week. And we will come back just for Sam. Really, just you, the just, you don't even need to listen to the first 14 minutes. Just when she just concludes it with this thing about the four little small things. The pressure is on. Yeah. Well, uh, don't worry, Sam. You've got a week to practice. It's going to be great. <laughs> See you guys next week on the True Face Podcast. Bye, you guys. See ya.